life can be so overwhelming, right? But there's, there's a way to stop it. You need to decide to stop being overwhelmed. Yeah, exactly. Easier said than done. But as a professional overwhelmy McOverwhelmerton, I can tell you this. I'm in that position right now. And I've really been working on stopping that overwhelming feeling that just consumes you, that just takes over everything, that decides your schedule for you, that decides your emotions for you. So today, I'm going to tell you your one job, your one job to fix this, your one job to fix your life, pretty much your one job in life. And then you can become just whelmed. Well, you don't want to be underwhelmed. And you definitely don't want to be overwhelmed. So let's just work at being whelmed. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. It made a little bit more sense when I said that in my head. But here we are. All right, let's just get on with it. Her hair is curly. Her teeth are pearly. She's got an edge, but she's still pretty girly. Oh, oh. Nothing rhymes with Dahlia. I want you to think about this for a minute. Imagine people knew what you were going through. Imagine they knew what you're going through right now when you show up in front of them with this smile on your face and all of these other things brewing on the inside that you are using your smile to disguise, that you're using your smile to mask. Imagine people knew what you were going through, what you're up against. If they knew and still saw you doing what you're doing, making it through, because if you're here, you are making it through, they'd be amazed. So don't be too hard on yourself. Just because no one else knows it, it doesn't make it less real. Your value doesn't decrease based on somebody else's inability to see your worth. I am saying this to you and I am saying this to me because I am in this with you. And I'll get to that story in a minute. But first, let me say this to you. And yes, again, to me too. It is not selfish to love yourself. It is not selfish to take care of yourself or make yourself a priority. What it is, is necessary. It's especially necessary if you're feeling overwhelmed. You might be feeling overwhelmed and not even know it because one of the signs of being overwhelmed is not realizing that you're overwhelmed. So what are the other signs of being overwhelmed? I'm glad I asked. I'd love to tell you eating or sleeping too much or too little, pulling away from people and things, having low or no energy, having unexplained aches and pains like constant stomach aches or headaches. You'll feel helpless. You could feel hopeless. You suddenly have difficulty adjusting to things that were so simple to you at one time and you have no idea why. Maybe you start smoking more, drinking more, using drugs, using prescription medication beyond what the prescriptions say. Maybe you're worrying a lot of the time and feeling guilty and you just you don't even know why. Maybe you think of harming yourself or someone else or do you go to work and worry that you might accidentally scream, shut the F up, jerk holes? Yeah, I said the J word. 
we are certainly letting loose today. Look, this is just part of the list. And frankly, it sounds an awful lot like a commercial for some miracle drug that has a bazillion side effects, including when the side effects are the exact symptom that the drug is supposed to fix. But I digress. When you are overwhelmed, and I'm overwhelming myself with all of those symptoms, I'm just listing there. But when you are overwhelmed, something else happens. You can speak to yourself differently. And did you know, if you're constantly being bullied or verbally attacked by someone, the effect it has on your brain, you know, that bad effect, that unhealthy effect that makes you feel less than, well, the effect it has on your brain is the same whether it comes from another person or whether it comes from inside your own head. How you talk to yourself impacts your health. And look, I am not a doctor, so please don't take this as medical advice. But from my conversations with doctors, researchers, experts, a lot of symptoms that we experience are often manifestations of stress, which does not make it any less real, by the by. Oncologists have told me, cancer doctors have told me how stress contributes to cancer. That's pretty real. My vision gets worse when I'm stressed. I get very itchy, like very itchy. My arms turn into scratching posts. I have these scars to prove it. I have the dried blood on my bed. Why I choose white sheets. Fun fact, a good way to get blood out of white sheets, out of anything white, by the by, is with peroxide. Just pour hydrogen peroxide on it. Eats it up right then and there. But... (sighs) how this is going into a different place. Don't let yourself be overwhelmed like I'm doing to myself right now. It is not worth it. And I said I would get to that story. Uh, I don't even know if it's a story. It's just, it's my feeling. It's what I'm experiencing. I essentially work for myself. And that's not entirely true because I essentially work for you. The content I create, the podcasts, my videos online, my writing, the book I'm working on. If you don't like it, I can do it as much as I want for the love and passion of it. And no one can stop me. That's fine. But I'm not going to make money. You decide my fate. You decide if you like it. And then you decide really if I'm going to make money off of it. So it's scary when you are my source of income and I have to stop recording as many podcast episodes because I'm overwhelmed, because I'm working against a book deadline, because I have other projects I work on, because I work for myself and so there's no clock to time in and no clock to time out of. So you know what you do when your work is in your living room, when your work is in your bedroom, when your work is on your phone, wherever you go, you always work. Because there's this other mindset, as much as I enjoy doing this, I need to make money. I can't just send my landlord an mp3 of my podcast and say this is for June's rent that's not how it works I have to make money I have to live my life but my work it's public it's made for public consumption it's made 
for public judgment. It is literally judged with a like button. It's literally judged with comments online from strangers. And suddenly, when you're in this position, you're relying upon the momentum of this work to sustain itself. When you're relying upon the momentum of this type of work to sustain itself, whoa, are you allowed vacations? Are you allowed time off? Are you allowed to work against a deadline for your book? Because I will tell you this, algorithms, they do not care about that. And algorithms are a big part of what give you that momentum. They're part of your distribution chain. It is a go, go, go thing. And I have to take a risk because I can't just go, go, go. So I've had to take a risk and take a break from some things and choose where I put my efforts, my energy. Because if I don't, my body will ultimately choose for me. And I won't like that choice. Because once your body steps in to make that decision for you, it means you're not healthy. And health is... I think you and I can agree. Health is essential to life. It's just one of those things that you need in order to live. So here's what you need to do. Here's what I did. I took a risk on happiness. You, you need to take a risk on happiness. If there is the slightest chance that you will get something that you want, take the risk. Do it. You can change your life at any age, at any time. No one will do it for you. I took a risk and took a break from some of the things I'm doing to work on the other things that are essential to my happiness. And sometimes that risk on happiness means not doing something else so you can do the other thing. And the bigger risk, the biggest risk, the biggest risk is not taking a risk. That's the biggest risk that you can possibly take. Remember I told you, you have one job. I said it from the start of this episode and I said, I'm going to get to that one job that one job that you have in life. Well, I've actually already told you. I have told you this in many episodes before and really throughout this entire episode, pretty much your one job, my little blueberry muffin, is to take care of yourself. That is your one job. Because if you don't take care of yourself... Who's going to take care of everything that you need to do for you? Don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed to the point where you can't take care of yourself. Don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed, period. Step back. Take a step back. Stepping back isn't going backwards. It's giving yourself the momentum to propel forward. And it does not matter 
what other people think if they knew what you were going through, if they knew what you were really going through, you know what they'd say? Wow, I'm not the only one. So maybe more people need to know what you're really going through. Maybe more people need to share what they're really going through. And that is why I am here for you. And that is why I am working so ferociously on this book. I am pouring myself into it. And let me say something about this book. The title is still confidential, but I'll say this much. For the very few people who have heard it, they were all shocked, to say the least. So I need to go and continue working on that book right now. It is not done, but I can see the light. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm not kicking you out, but I'm kicking you out. Thank you for dropping by the Neighboralia. I am here to help you shine brightly so you can use your light to help others shine as well. Just use your light to help you shine first. Now go, live, and help live, and take a risk on happiness. And remember, the bigger risk is not taking a risk at all. Oh, oh, nothing rhymes without ya. Nothing rhymes without ya. Nothing rhymes without ya. Neighboralia. <laughs>